This is the Unearthing Art Podcast with Michelle Luminato and Beck Lee, where we dig into the messy reality of making art that matters, raw and real conversations about being an artist, navigating the creative process, and expressing our honest and sometimes weird selves. Today we have a special episode focused on the power of your authenticity as an artist. This is something we've talked about from a number of different angles over the course of the podcast, and we wanted to give you a kind of concentrated download on what we mean when we talk about accessing your authentic self or your authentic source as the foundation of your art making, and also as a basis for building your art business. I hope our conversation can spark some different perspectives and perhaps deeper questions for you to explore such as, does my art practice really reflect my unique values and ways of being in the world? Are there parts of me I'm holding back from my art, and why? Is how I show up in the studio in alignment with how I show up to share and sell my work? If you have more thoughts around this topic of authenticity, we'd love to hear them. You can message us on Instagram at unearthingart or via our website, unearthingart.com. One of, I think, your core beliefs is that we have within us these um, authentic, and we've talked about the word authentic, that can be a little overused at times, but these kind of very deep, unique to us perspectives, um, understandings, creativeness, that we have the ability to express and share with the world. And that can take different forms it can be expressed through art it can be expressed through teaching it can be expressed through a business it's what you turn that into in a kind of physical sense in the world it's about unpacking what we really are as as human beings and when I say artist I mean like everything we do is creative when you look at the podcast you look at this creative membership that I have that's a creative process that's come from my own creativity as well and your Mm. creativity um and what i really feel like is difficult and the struggles of artists is really for us to figure out what is that authentic core that's like the juicy stuff that's in there and it's so buried and so internal um but it's also a little bit difficult to look at it's way easier to look at like let's just talk about paints yeah because Paints are easier, and the internal stuff, um, even though it feels a little bit harder, and I guess we've talked a lot about that, like the struggle of how do we dig deeper, mm-hmm. but it's so much more rewarding as as an artist. And the authentic core really is that main piece that has to do with who are you, what are you all about, what are you interested in, what are your strengths, what do you love to do, and uncovering that. I think the other thing it does is it really start shining lights on blocks, fears, repeating patterns that hold us back from making progress, which I feel are all woven in. You know, it's Mm -hmm. not like we can separate those. It's all part of the whole process of who we are and how we show up and the decisions that we make. The thing that I think is really important is it also stepping into this authentic core it helps you create a roadmap that you actually care about, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think that we don't do that enough. 
we kind of, we just make art and we push, but we don't actually have a roadmap that we care about to actually wade through all these things. I mean, who, who wants to wade through fears and blocks? Like I'm going to wake up and go, I'm going to wade through those today. That sounds fun. Let's talk about our problems. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you just, yeah. nobody, I mean, no one I know does that. So you have yeah. to find a roadmap that you're invested enough to care about so that invested, you can face yeah. those fears. You can face those blocks and let those really come up for what they are and challenge those as a way of seeing and believing to figure out if that really aligns with who you want to be. I don't know if sometimes we get the impression or maybe hopefully optimistically assume that in the process of getting to this call, that when we find it, whatever it is, when we find um, something to ground ourselves in, that it's going to be a happy, rosy experience. But actually, I think there's a number of ways that isn't always the experience. I think that um, sometimes what you uncover can feel, and maybe it's really not surprising because it is the process of uncovering something that for some reason you're not in touch with. It can be confronting, it can be difficult, and maybe what you find isn't what you wanted to find. It isn't what you thought you wanted your art to be about. We can have this illusion that like, oh, everything's going to be cool. I'm going to discover this thing about myself and and I'm going to love it. It's going to be so much fun. But it's actually sometimes a little bit confronting of like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a little weird. I'm And w- really what we're saying is like, ooh, does that make me weird? And how is this going to be perceived? Mm. And as an artist, like if we don't, have that introspective point of view what what are we doing with our art like what are we bringing to the table when i look at uh, you know as an artist and i don't i didn't always feel this way but i do now because of the journey i've been on as well as helping other artists and what i see is that the more we know ourselves the more we can contribute to the way that people can interact with our art because they get a real connect a connection to who we are, what our art's all about. And they're they're coming at it from another angle. And so our art is really serving people. And mm-hmm. when we can start to understand like us being self-involved or, you know, self-reflective so that we can have a voice, that's actually connecting and serving people who are really responding to that. And without that, there isn't really that connection. I also think it's part of discovering some new land, like discovering, making headway into unexplored territory, let's say. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Without that inner reflection, I think it would be quite difficult to um, come up with the richer material, which is what can then resonate with people and create something that's being distinctive in the marketplace. So that's mm-hmm. kind of the end The end result is you have something that's more distinctive in the marketplace, but you don't get that. This is the <laughs> this it's is the, the irony. Yeah. yeah, you don't get that by repeating the same things. And I think that's kind of the conflict of being an, an artist as well, is that on one hand, in, in terms of what we're talking about now, is on one hand, you want to be an explorer. Well, certainly part of the pleasure of the experience for the kind of artists we've been talking about, the artists who are interested in that kind of exploring the source, discovering deeper layers. The pleasure is in 
that process and being surprised in the process. Now you can't, you have that pull and yet at the same time, if you look at what comes from this exploration into the unknown and you look at it and say, oh, that doesn't look like what I've seen before. That doesn't look like stuff that I'm seeing around me. Therefore, it's weird Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and therefore I must be weird. Well, that's inherently contradictory, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) We want to explore, we want the new territory, but we don't want what we make to be weird or mark us out as someone who is (laughs) doing weird stuff and exploring (laughs) new territory. I actually feel like it's much easier to, well, for one, be ourselves, even though Mm. it feels a little scary. I think it's much easier to be ourselves. because it's very high maintenance to I'm not I'm not good at being high maintenance in the sense of <laughs> pretending that I like small talk, pretending, you know, to be something I'm not like, it's just, for me, it feels like too much effort. You know, what happens is we sabotage ourselves over and over and over. And I yeah. really, I mean, we do that anyway, because we're just humans that have egos, and we're always protecting ourselves. But the mm. sabotaging, um, of being out of alignment, like it just subconsciously will happen, you know? And any sort of success, I guess the, the flip side of that is any sort of so-called success that you have without that inner grounding, without that um, trust, we've talked about trust in yourself and your own value, it's kind of an empty success. It's not that sustainable yes. thing we're talking about. It's the quick Absolutely. thing. And on the surface or to the outside, it might look like success, but it has no foundation and it crumbles. It's not something you can sustain. It's not something that um, you can feel really great about if you're people like us. I don't know. People like us, then no, it doesn't feel good. So I think that the beliefs that I have now are I'm more interested in creating a business um, that aligns with who I am Mm -hmm. to the core Um, And that looks different than what a lot of people are doing. And part of my uncomfortableness, and I'm going to be completely transparent, is I go against the grain of what a lot of people do in their art practice and the way they make a living in art. And I'm going to say that because I've created lots of um, art businesses and products where I really went down a path of making work that I was trying to please the market, trying to please the market. And at the end of the day, it was not satisfying to my soul. Mm -hmm. Um, The money was there, but I personally was not satisfied. I was also creatively bankrupt because I just was spitting out stuff, spitting out stuff. And it just literally was that place that I came to was like, this is not it. This is not, this doesn't align with who I am. So I'm a big fan of for me personally, and again, I'm not saying this is the only way, this is just how I do it, is I want to build a business around being as authentic as possible that fills my soul up at the same time because I like to feel good beyond money. I like to feel good about the work I'm doing. I like to be connected to it. I like to have deeper conversations, as you can tell by this podcast. Mm. Um, Building authentic art businesses that may not look like high-speed production in the sense of like, let's pump out a painting, you know, and and like, how do we sell a painting every day on Instagram? That's not what this is about. Mm -hmm. This is about being in tune with 
how do we tap into a deeper level of making work we really care about so we can find people who care about it as much as we care about it? Like coming clean with who we can really serve, whether that's creating a piece of art or whether that's some other creative outlet, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's teaching or anything for that matter, the more unique you can be, you can better serve, your messaging gets better, the offer's better for the person buying it, like it's just better. It works better in the market. And yet we have to come clean with who we are, what we stand for, and what that looks like. There's a poem by William Stafford that talks about the thread that comes through our lives. And a lot of people have written about this, the idea that there's a Mm -hmm. thread that runs through your life. And when you can find that thread, you can follow it through ups and downs, you know, whatever happens, it's it's something that you can hold on to that kind of tethers you in a, in a good way that grounds you. And now when you're expanding out in terms of what comes next in the artist's journey, other aspects of selling and, and how you build your business, to me, what's so important is it's still grounded in that thread. It's not a separate thing that you go and do. You say, hey, how do you take that energy and kind of joy you found in creating art that is so resonant to yourself and then carry that through so that resonance carries through in everything you're doing in the world beyond the studio because that's how you bring your energy out in all the other aspects. It's about selling authentically. It's finding a way to make those connections because if you're doing these actions and it feels out of alignment and you're you're like everyone tells me I needed to be doing this thing and yet I can't bring myself to do it there's a, there to me what I've experienced is it's a, it's an alignment problem I'm not in alignment with it and even if I know logically like yes that's worked for them if I'm not in alignment with it I'm not going to do it my subconscious is going to pull me down and I, shut me down. I cannot agree with you anymore. <laughs> I could not express the amount that I agree with that. Um, because I know from my background, which is working with people to create those marketing messages. And this is something that I'm really, again, clarifying through the conversations that we're having. I've always felt that writing about our work whatever that work is whatever we're sharing honestly it can be literally it can be pieces of art it can be you know a book that you're wanting to share with the world it can be services that you're sharing with the world as a consultant or a coach whatever it is there's a spark that needs to be there for the really the most um effective messaging and the most effective way of sharing that with the world and that spark is a real belief in the work a real yes a real authentic personal belief in the work and I can see now in the way that we're talking about this with artists is that spark comes from being in touch with that thread and being grounded in that thread when you're you know creating the art because if, if two artists come to me and one says, I don't really have the words for this, this thing that I'm making, but 
it moves me deeply like I really feel it in my chest or I really feel it in my gut and it's it's it could be something about oh I don't know maybe something about this maybe something I'm not sure I can be a hundred percent confident that we can bring out just a wonderful moving story that's going to connect with people from that versus another artist who comes and says I've made these lovely paintings they're on trend a lot of people are out shopping for this kind of thing I just need to put some words on it so that I can put it on a gallery wall can you just come up with some words to go with this art like it's yeah just just any words I'm like no I can't, I can't that's not it I and I think that just goes to show there it's two different approaches mm. and again one what I want to say about that is some people are perfectly happy doing it that other way of you know following the trends and and like i have studied trends for a paid living like i totally get trends and to be honest and i really feel like this gonna this could sound against the grain but it's it would be way easier for me to say let me just show you how to paint the trends slap some words on there um because it it seems easier but it's not really it's it's like having a one-trick pony it would not be easier for us to sleep at night and to get into the studio each morning because that wouldn't be fulfilling and satisfying. And what Michelle is saying is it would not be easier to go out and sell that work if you feel that way about it. So it's both sides. Like it's not just about being fulfilling and satisfying in yourself, which is super important, by the way, but we're not just being kind of like... I don't know what is it is it like airy fairy woo woo like we need to we need to feel ourselves we're also speaking from the experience of being a copywriter and a product creator and working for big companies it's not the way you actually get out there and sell great work either even though it sounds like gosh that sounds so complicated being an artist is complicated Mm. being an entrepreneur is complicated and when mm-hmm. you do those together and you do it out of a out of alignment um it's 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 even longer it's longer yes. and so um even though it might not be a quick fix as in like you know do you have a painting to sell tomorrow no but what if you could do it for years and years and years it's you a know? lasting who cares fix. about tomorrow if you've yeah. got years that you can sink your teeth into and Um, And that to me is what's exciting because again, it's like that deep well that we talked about. That's just, it Mm -hmm. it doesn't go away. It's not a mood board that goes away. You're still you. Like Beck is always Beck. You know, it's just tapping into that deep well that just keeps giving and giving. Mm -hmm. 